The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We wanted to get to the last night's vice presidential debate, but a lot has happened since then. So uh, let's get to Reggie Cicchini, who is a Global News Washington Bureau producer and correspondent. He joins us this afternoon. We'll get to the debate, but some other stuff is going on right now. Uh, Reggie, welcome back to the show. Let's start with um, uh, Mike Pence calling off a planned trip to Indiana. What is going on there? Well, we're not actually sure what is going on. Uh, Mike Pence's staff, or at least uh, the press secretary to Mike Pence, says that, quote, nobody is positive uh, and nobody is sick. So uh, we can rest assured right now from the office of the vice president that it's not a COVID-related cancellation. It is uh, a curious moment, considering that Pence was expected to go to Indiana to cast a ballot in his home state uh, for the upcoming election. They say that it potentially is is just a, quote-unquote, breather in his schedule, and he's expected to head back out on Saturday, but it is a questionable uh, move to create a last-minute cancellation and not put any kind of notice behind it. All right, uh, let's talk about the next presidential debate. Um, the president today saying that he doesn't want to do it virtually. What What's going on there? Well, there are some back and forths that are going on right now. Uh, this was announced by the uh, nonpartisan Commission on Presidential Debates earlier today, uh, saying that given the president's current health condition uh, and the fact that he is still contagious, uh, they wanted to turn this into a virtual atmosphere. And the president almost immediately backed out of it uh, on Fox News, saying that it's a, quote, waste of time for him to do this in a virtual atmosphere. Uh, Joe Biden then said, look, if you're not going to do it, then we're not going to take part either. The Trump campaign then came back and said, well, let's just change the dates to the end of October, to which Biden then said, well, look, these these are set in stone. Uh, Your own behavior put us in this position right now. So it appears that Joe Biden may hold his own rally uh, taking town hall style questions on the same night. It's unclear what the president is going to do, but it just goes to show that this this covid diagnosis for the president really has thrown a wrench in the final three weeks of the campaign. Absolutely. Let's talk and let's turn to that last night's uh, vice presidential debate. We know that uh, the coronavirus dominated the opening on that really was the uh, was the the, the, the the main focus for the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, uh, your thoughts on on how each handled what that well, so was Mike about Pence was in a position uh, unlike where he was four years ago where he was challenging basically the the obama administration he was in a position last night where he had to essentially defend what has been an overly and heavily criticized and scrutinized administration under president trump uh, and he often simply just didn't answer questions he was evasive yeah. he was moving around kind of the goalposts for where things needed to be his answer on the coronavirus uh was simply a non-answer he wouldn't take responsibility for what happened happened inside the Rose Garden uh, when asked why the rest of the American public should have to pay attention to rules. If they aren't, he didn't answer it. But it was shot back very quickly by Kamala Harris, uh, who, again, towed the Democratic line, but used an assertive tone to say, if we're going to talk about respect, we have to turn it back to the American public. And that's who she talked to for most of the night. Yeah, it was interesting to watch last night. Certainly so much different than the the presidential debate uh, last week. And uh, you you realized what actually fairly good debaters uh, both of them were, but really not answering questions and just turning things back around and directing them the way to the topic that they wanted to focus on and, and repeating the lines from each of their parties. 
Yeah, look, it goes to show that, that Mike Pence, who is a former talk show host on AM radio, obviously he's been in a position of having to mm-hmm. kind of toe the president's line for four years. Uh, it's made him skilled at being able to not answer while providing an answer, where Kamala Harris, she spent years as a prosecutor. She spent years in the Senate as an interrogator. She knows how to get a message across, even if she has to dance around a topic. Uh, what was interesting about the tone last night, A, that's what a presidential debate often looks like. It's just been changed since Donald Trump came into the picture. <laughs> but B, while Kamala Harris was spending the night talking to the American people, looking to the camera, Mike Pence spent most of the night looking to the camera, talking to an audience of one, and that was very clear in most of his answers. Uh, one of the uh, opening lines from a story I read today on uh, the debate last night said, uh, quote, vice presidential debates are notorious for their relative li- for their relative uselessness in foreshadowing election outcomes. What did this show us last night? Well, it showed us that both of them are up to the task should either of them need to be called up to the presidency. And that is mm. important uh, because we are heading into a time of either Donald Trump being the oldest person to ever continue to be president, or we are going to end up with Joe Biden, who will then become the oldest president in United States history. Uh, And this Mm -hmm. becomes problematic if either of them are unable to continue on with continuity of government. These two last night were able to show that they can carry on a debate, they can carry on a conversation, they can get a message across, and they can do so without kind of going to the throat of the other person. Let's talk about um, uh, some of the Republican focus last night. There was a lot on, on the court packing. For those who don't un- don't know what that is, can you get into that a little bit more? And and in the fact that uh, the Democrats refuse to, to say what they're going to do on that until so after the election. Court packing, is, when we're talking uh, about what the Republicans are, are accusing the Democrats of, for the last, you know, more than 100 years, there have been nine justices on the Supreme Court in the United States. That hasn't moved. Uh, Republicans have now put three justices on in the last four years. Uh, and there is a uh, concern on the Republican side that if Joe Biden becomes president, he will simply uh, appoint additional justices to the Supreme mm. Court to once again tilt it back into the liberal uh, kind of side of the argument. There is nothing that says that it has to be nine. It has simply stood at nine as a symbolic gesture. So there is a fear that that's going to happen. Uh, Joe Biden, up until even an hour ago, is still refusing to answer whether or not he's actually going to stack the court. But it is something that is fearful for Republicans, especially given most polling now, that shows that they are in jeopardy of losing the Senate. And if that does happen, there's a chance here that it could be easier for someone like Joe Biden to get more justices on the Supreme Court. Curious to know before I let you go, as far as uh, both of them uh, last night, uh, Mike Pence and Kamala Harris, um, uh, high points for both of them, low points for both of them, what would they be? Well, the high points for Kamala Harris simply go to the fact that she played it, uh, she played it safe. Uh, she was already facing a kind of an uphill battle, being a woman on stage in a presidential campaign, a presidential race. There are, uh, you know, separate and different expectations that if she comes across aggressive, she's going to be a mean and aggressive woman. Uh, mm-hmm. And she played it safe last night, but it was uh, it's being kind of hailed by Democrats because Joe Biden is leading by 10 to 14 points in most polling, and she didn't want to do anything that could potentially tip the needle backwards uh, and give Donald Trump some ground. So she is kind of getting uh, praise for a high point on that. 
Uh, Republicans are really praising Mike Pence for simply towing Donald Trump's line, not getting caught up in any kind of uh, of the president's scandals and kind of keeping his answers well lengthy to the point of where Republicans wanted it to go. Uh, it did kind of bring Americans back to where debates used to be. Uh, and mm-hmm. considering we don't know if there's going to be a second, possibly even third debate, that could be the final debate of this election campaign that essentially sets the tone for what we might see after November 3rd. Oh boy, oh boy, Reggie. Uh, it never stops in Washington these days. Uh, thanks for keeping us up to date on everything. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you. You betcha. Reggie Cicchini joining us. Did you watch it last night, Chedville? We watched uh, on and off probably for uh, about an hour. It was in and out. It was it was nice to see uh, two people um, not getting down to insults or, you know, you know, the crap that we saw last week. I mean, that was hate to say refreshing because really that's the way it should be um i would have liked both of them to stay on topic a little bit uh, a little bit more um it was interesting because it seemed at times, and it just seemed that, uh, well, he was. I mean, Mike Pence was 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 going to finish his statements regardless if the moderator, gosh, these moderators having such a difficult time in in keeping them to their time. Um, you know, just you know, Mr. Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Didn't did nothing. But in the end, um, I, I know the the talking tracker that I was watching, and that was on I think CNN last night. CNN said that uh, when it came to total time talked, the two of them were pretty much equal. Although it, you know, we did hear um, the vice president go over that uh, that allotted time uh, numerous times. Uh, the fly, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of levity in it all. Um, the the fly that landed on the vice president's head and, and hung out there for, I don't know, two minutes, ended up with his own Twitter account within about two minutes. Um, and again, as Reggie just said, this could be the last debate in it all. Um, the, the president saying he doesn't want to do the next debate virtually. Um, and he's wanting them to be pushed back a week. There's two more presidential debates, and he wants them to be pushed back a week each. Um, uh, the vice president, or I'm sorry, the former vice president, um, is saying now that uh, he's going to host this town hall, that ABC is going to work with him to host a, a town hall on October 15th in uh, Philadelphia to answer questions um, from from voters. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's just it's a moving target right now. It, it really is. You're just not really sure, uh, you know, uh, what is going to happen from one hour to the next. But we'll keep you updated right here on 630 Chad.